Hello? Are we on the air? Welcome to the Beyond the Mind podcast, where we ask not what's in your head, but what your head is in. Prepare to be inspired. Inspired to change your environment, change your mindset, and ultimately change your life. Willpower doesn't work, people. If you truly want to move away from stress and anxiety, you have to start with your environment. With your environment. So let's go. Let's apply some positive change into your world. Happiness is loading. Is loading. Welcome to the Beyond the Mind podcast. Hello, podcast world. I'm your host, Ian Highfield, and today I have a very interesting and very, very practically applicable show that will give you tools and tasks that you can apply into your environment that will have positive change on your world. It's actually a very hot topic uh, that we're going to cover. I've seen a lot of very successful people talk about this recently. I've been reading about it in forums, and I've been reading about it in motivational and self-help books. And the topic is your morning routine. Now, you will figure out as the show goes on that I am no master of this, but our guest absolutely is. Uh, I first met her when I was the guest coach. I was the mental performance coach for the Delaware University women's golf team. Um, The year that I was guest coach, I worked with them a very famous golf club called TPC Sawgrass. Uh, And I met our guest that's going to be on the show today. It was her senior year. uh, And straight away, I was struck by her incredible level of professionalism, her ability to ask good questions, uh, and her growth mindset. Uh, So upon finishing my, my year as the guest coach, Um, I tracked her journey into the golfing world, uh, firstly as a player, uh, then as a coach, and in the last three to four years, she really has become a social media influencer, Um, and it's not just basically giving golf lessons, she's talking fitness, she's talking mindset, and she's practicing all this stuff, and I've noticed over the last few months Her ability to build her morning routine and apply it into her life, be positive, um, be productive throughout the day is just absolutely infectious and it's very organic and a very pure message. Um, So I'm very excited to introduce Natalie and we're going to talk a little bit about how she evolved this morning routine, what she does and what you can practically apply into your world to help you change your environment, change your mindset, and ultimately take strides towards your goals and dreams, just like Natalie is doing. So let's check out the conversation I had with her. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Hey, Natalie, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. All the better for... uh... For speaking to you, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, empowering my own morning routine, like uh, like I've seen you doing on social media over the last few months. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for having me. No, no worries. Um, before we kick off and, and go into the, the main part of the podcast, can you just tell the listeners uh, you know, a little bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. So um, I grew up in Connecticut playing golf. Um, my coach was Susie Whaley, and I then went on to play college golf at the University of Delaware, which is how um, you and I crossed paths originally. Yep. And then I tried to play professionally for a little bit and was teaching at the same time at the Philadelphia Cricket Club and going back and forth from Philadelphia to a club in Palm Beach um, for about the last three years. And now I am teaching in Tampa, Florida year round. Awesome. And as well as golf, you have a, uh, a few other things going on. I, th- I don't necessarily like this term because I'm 38. I'm quite old. Uh, and I think it gets used <laughs> incorrectly sometimes. Um, but, you know, we, the, the term social media influencer has, has grown over the last few years um, with the emergence of social media. Is it fair to say that you have a good solid presence on, uh, on social media and you've created quite a following there for your business? Definitely. Um, I mean, it's not huge compared to some people, but I did, it's all real people. I didn't do any of the whole fake follower situation that some people did. And, um, that means that these are people who actually engage with what I'm, what I'm posting and what I'm doing and people who are students of mine and who are really interested in, in fitness and golf and mindset and all of those things. Awesome. Cause and that's what I love about what you're doing that, you know, you see in this modern world, social media, um, it, it, it creates, uh, almost people staring in, looking at other people's fake lives and, and, uh, jealousy and I, and, and a want for more, almost a need for more. And, and, and that's the bad label, um, that it gets. And, and like you just said, fake followers. And I see this. And then I follow you. Uh, so after we, we worked together when I was the guest coach uh, for the Delaware um, college golf team, I obviously started to follow you on social media and I've, I've tracked your journey. And the way that you use social media is, is so pure. It's so um, organic. It's, it's literally just you trying to help people and trying to be better. And, and that's why I was, I was compelled to have you on the show. How, how did that come about? How did it, how did it emerge? Like, w- was there any secret to this or was this your plan or, or did it just ha- kind of happen? Well, the social media thing in general, obviously it was really just golf focused um, for, a, for a while there. And I listened to a ton of um, Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk. And he said something that really struck home for me, which was, you know, content is king. So you just need to, you need to be putting up content, but just record what you do. And this was when I was taking the winters and just trying to play and practice. So I started recording when I was doing a drill or when I was practicing, you know, some sort of game or challenge kind of thing and posting that. Um, And then once I started teaching really more full-time, started doing that. And um, the the mindset stuff and and all of that really came about because I 
actually did beach body um, coaching for a little bit there. And okay. that really taught me, I'm not doing that anymore, but that really taught me because one of their kind of things when you're on a team is you do personal development every day. And so that really got me into the idea of the whole morning routine and, um, you know, reading personal development books, which I really hadn't done before. So that was really the catalyst in the last six or eight months for, for me to get things on track and start really doing more of the mindset and workout type stuff. Awesome. And I, what I love is it's you that's doing it. So I'm a big believer in what they call transformational leadership. We should embody the qualities that we're um, trying to teach others. We should transcend what it is that the message that we're trying to put out into the world, we should, we should exude and transcend that. And that's what comes across uh, in your social media. And that's why, you know, sometimes I'm flicking through my Instagram story and I'm like, no, no, no. And then I'll get to yours and I'll be like, oh, I wonder if Natalie did her morning routine. Oh, I wonder if Natalie's <laughs> done, if she's on workout 98 of 100 workouts <laughs> in a row. Because you're, you're, you're actually doing it. You're practicing what you preach. And I, I think that's so powerful. And th- this podcast, uh, over the, I've been studying mindset and um, sports psychology, human performance, how humans learn, I, I guess going on 12 years now. And one of the conclusions that I'm drawing is that willpower doesn't work. You have to change your environment. If you truly want to change your mindset, you have to change your environment and action things. And that in turn will then eventually change your mindset. And I just feel like joining your community does that. So can we talk a little bit about the things you've been putting out on, on your morning routine and this community of people that, that follow you and that are so highly engaged, how you're, how you're helping them and how it's helping you and, and just all of this stuff about the morning routine. And it, this isn't just for the listeners. This is for me because this is what I want to get better at too. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, my goal once I started doing more of this myself was to help people beyond golf because obviously I love golf, love playing golf, love teaching golf, helping people have more fun on the golf course. But if I can help people have even just in, you know, one small area, have a little bit of a happier, more successful um, day-to-day life, then to me, that's more important. Um, And so this whole morning routine thing has really transformed me personally. And so that's why I like to share it because I hope that um, other people have started doing it because of me. And so what I do is I get up and, you know, right now is a little bit of a weird time with everything that's going on. And so I don't always get up as early because I don't have anything to do. <laughs> um, so, you know, but I'm up by 6.30 most mornings. Um, I was getting up at 5.30 before that because I do think, and it, you know, it depends on, on who you are. So if you have kids or something um, and they, let's say your kids get up at 6.30 or 7.00 you need to get up an hour before they do so that you could have time to yourself before they're up and you have to take care of them. You need an hour for yourself each morning. Um, And so obviously I don't have kids, so I don't have to deal with that yet, but 
I'm up by 630. Um, I have some sort of drink that's, you know, feature on my, on my Instagram post every morning, what cup or mug am I going to use? <laughs> and um, <laughs> I am on to right now, hot water with lemon and ginger, which is supposed to be a great way to start your morning for your digestion and lots of other good health benefits. So I have that. Um, I sit down at the table and I start with my gratitude journal. And so what that is, um, is just a journal. So it's got, I write down five things I'm grateful for from the day before. So what that means is each day I'm going through my day actively seeking things to be grateful for. And this is not like, oh, I'm so grateful that my family is healthy right now. Not things like that. So it's smaller things like, um, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful that, um, that my boyfriend cooked dinner last night or that he brought me coffee this morning or like little things that you can find throughout your day to be grateful for. Um, because I just find that when you have that mindset of gratitude and you're, you're actively seeking that it really changes how you move through your day. Um, so that's number one, five things that you're grateful for from the day before. And then number two is 10 goals that, and it's written this way. I use um, Rachel Hollis's start today journal, um, but you could just do this on a, you know, in any notebook. The number two is so 10 goals that I have achieved. And so you're writing them as if you have already achieved them. Mm. And wow. so these are things that are both really big, scary goals for me and more kind of achievable, you know, in the next couple of months sort of goals. So there's things like, I'm trying to think of a good example I can give you. Um, you know, for example, I want to save X amount of money. So that could be a long-term goal. Um, and then there's things like, um, that are more general. So I want to be a better communicator or, or I'm doing, I am, I am actively working on my communication skills. So that's more of a sort of ambiguous daily thing that I want to work on. Um, but you know, there's lots of different stuff that I've got on there. Um, and then at the bottom, I write, you write, you know, what are your, what are the two that you, one or two that you want to achieve first or want to have first, but the way that you write them is not, I want to save a hundred thousand dollars. It's I have saved a hundred thousand dollars. And when you do this, changes the way you think about it, first of all. But when you write it down every single morning, you're setting your intentions for the day. So if your goal is to save X amount of money and you're going through your day and you're online about to buy something, you might think twice because you reminded yourself in the morning that you're trying to save money for something. So if, if you can, again, set the intention at the beginning of each mm. day for what you're trying to accomplish, you're more likely to accomplish it a little bit more quickly. Um, 
And, you know, one of the things for me that I actually was so excited because I finally crossed one off my list was I kept writing for the last, you know, so since I've been doing this, I kept writing, I want to live in one place or I live in one, I live in one location or I have, a, I have a home base. Yep. And that to me was, you know, I kept every morning thinking about how I could make that happen. And it didn't end up looking like what I thought it would, but because I wrote it down every morning and was constantly thinking about how to make it happen, I kind of made some shifts in my life and my career because I knew that that was something that was really, really important to me um, and made that happen. So I just think it's really, it sounds silly. And when you first start doing it, you might think this is dumb, but it's really powerful. Did, did you think that when you were doing it at first, did you think, oh, this is dumb? And then if so, was there like a light bulb moment or like, you know, what, 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 what was your, um, cause off air, you said you, you've been doing this maybe around just over six months. So when you first started doing it, what, what were your battles with it? <laughs> I think, I don't know that I thought it was stupid, but I certainly don't know that I took it as seriously at the beginning of doing it. Okay. Um, now it's certainly more serious to me. Like I've, I've really thought more in depth about what I actually want my goals to be. And I understand now how going through your day and looking for these small things to be grateful for um, really has changed the way I go through my day and my moods. Um, So I don't know that there was one moment, but I just think over time and just continuing to do it, I've really seen how it has changed how I think and feel throughout the day. Okay. So you, you get up, you have something, uh, some form of drink that's healthy and nutritious. You do your grateful exercise you then do um, te- write a list of 10 things that you want to achieve as if you've already achieved them. Um, and this is all in that hour that you give to yourself before you start having contact with anyone else. You know, this is like your own personal hour. Is there anything else that you do in that time or does that take up the whole hour? No, that's, that probably only takes me... Mm, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. So then what I do is, and everybody's going to be a little bit different on this because I have different beliefs and and goals and whatnot than than you might. Um, So I do that. And then if there are things that I need to get done that day, I, I like to do checklists. So I write down, if there's things I need to get done, I write that down and um, just have that list so I can check things off as I go through my day. Um, but I also do a Bible study. So every morning I, I follow one online. So that would be part two. I do that. Um, I like to write. That's, I have a thousand notebooks. And so that <laughs> like literally a thousand notebooks. Um, so I go through, I do a Bible study. Um, and then I always read some sort of, per, I'm reading some sort of personal development type book. And that could be, um, you know, something to do with golf. It could be something to do with mindset. It could be to do with business or just something I'm interested in at the moment. Um, 
So I always read at least 10 pages, but right now I'm, I'll read more just because I have more time. Um, but at least 10 pages a day. And, and if you can just read, this was another interesting thing that I learned through um, some of the stuff I did was if you just read 10 pages of a book a day, which really isn't that much, you can read more than you have probably ever read in any year of your life. No way. So many books because it's just, I mean, sometimes I think too, you start reading and reading and reading and we're reading 20, 30 plus pages and you're really not paying attention. And so if you just read those 10 pages or one chapter, you're getting a lot more out of it too. Yeah, that's a great, and, and this, that's a great point because I do read a lot. Um, and when I'm on the road, I try and listen to podcasts and educational material. I actually try and find a lot of educational material that would challenge my beliefs, mm, um, you know, to, awesome. yeah, to try and make me think and, and maybe I need to pivot on a, on a couple of things. But what resonated with me that you've just said is when I drive from Atlanta to Florida, which is at least once a month, seven hours, and I think, oh, yeah, I've just listened to seven hours worth of podcasts. I've probably taken in maybe an hour of that information once my mind's wandered. Yeah. And, and definitely when I read, um, my, my mind wanders. So do you feel like this morning routine, you know, in, in mindset and motivation and, and the self-help world we talk about being present quite a lot do you feel like you're extremely present during this this morning first hour yes definitely I think that it's concentrated and it's quiet time you know it's before you're starting your day so you know like I said if you have kids you're getting up an hour before they get up so you really have some quiet time before there's voices and other things happening in your house before you have to feed or walk your dog or do any of those things you just have this time to sit and be so i, I sorry i was just thinking in my mind I, I i was just running through my morning routine so uh, I just had um, a gentleman on the podcast named Dan Abrahams. He was um, England rugby and England soccer sports psychologist. And I basically asked him to coach me uh, live on air. Um, mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, no problem. I'm probably about to ask you to do the same if that's okay. So okay. this morning I got up and I, my alarm went off at seven o'clock this morning um, only because it was you and this podcast was about the morning routine. <laughs> I don't believe my alarm would have gone off at seven if I wasn't speaking to you. And I think I even said that when we arranged this podcast. Um, yeah. I, did, I did do something very good last night. I, I turned my, I said I was going to turn the TV off at 10 o'clock and I was watching, I think I was watching Bad Boys 3 uh, <laughs> that I'd that rented the movie. And it came to 10 o'clock, the movie hadn't finished and I turned it off because I wanted to get away from screen time at 10 p.m. So my, my night routine was turn the TV off, get some good sleep and get up at seven because you're going to speak to Natalie and you're going to speak about morning routine. So I woke up at seven, I made a coffee, I sent you the Zoom link and then I have no idea what I did with the rest of that time. So <laughs> I need help. So how, what, if you were, do, do you actually coach this to people, Natalie? Is, are you taking this on 
and saying, okay, I'm doing a month of helping people form their morning routines. Is that part of your, your coaching? Not yet, but I would certainly like it to be. Well, maybe I can be your first client, right? Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> let's so do this. Let's, I, 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 I am committed. This sounds strange, but some of the stuff that you say, I, I, I do do, but I do it with no structure and it loses, um, it loses value in my life or it loses importance or I'll do it super intensely for three or four days um, I've, I've, before I've spent two or three days just goal setting and writing down everything that's in my mind. And, and then I've got all this plan. Um, and you know, I teach goal setting and then I'm not doing these morning routines. I'm not as engaged with what I want from my life as, as, as maybe you are. So if I'm your first client, how are you going to help me? And then hopefully if you can help me now, and change my morning habits, we can, we can help the people that are listening as well. So what would your recommendation be? So what time do you usually get up? If you weren't talking to me, what time would you have gotten up? Um, if I wasn't talking to you, I probably would have watched the end of the movie. And then I probably would have, my alarm would have gone off. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty motivated. So I'm, when my alarm goes off, I'm like, yeah, I'll get up. But the first thing I'll do is grab my phone Mm-hmm. And I'll check emails in bed and then checking those emails, basically looking at my online education. If, if anyone's purchased it overnight or if I need to reply to an email about coaching or something like that. And then that quickly then dips into, I see that big red circle with a social media notification. So I'll yeah. read that. And then I'll probably look at the stock market stuff um, mm-hmm. in my bed <laughs> And then I might get up. Um, yeah, but it's, so, it feels unhealthy to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, number one is for a lot of people is don't press snooze because I feel so horrible if I ever press snooze in the morning. Like I just have to force myself to get up. And sometimes so that might mean for some people putting your phone like across the room when you go to bed so that you have to get up to turn off the alarm. Um, but pushing snooze makes you feel super groggy. So that would be number one thing to eliminate for a lot of people. And then number two is don't hop on your phone right away because you're basically then letting stress and, and comparison and all these other things start your day. Mm. You know, you're hopping on social media and you're looking at someone's fantastic vacation they just took or you know whatever that you're you you compare yourself to we all do different things but you know that's not a great way to start your day or you read an email from work that makes you annoyed and that's how you're starting your day so that i would say eliminate looking at your phone until after you've taken some time to yourself and for every that might not be an hour for everybody if you have just half an hour, just do something in half an hour to, for yourself before you start your day. And it can be just writing down the five things you're grateful for, your 10 goals, and reading 10 pages of a book. You can easily do that in half an hour. Yeah. Okay. And you know, the, the, the funny thing is, when I come in at night, I put my phone in a, in a box. 
or mm-hmm. I put it in a different room um, because I want to uh, be present with my girlfriend or I want to leave the day behind and have some me time and decompress. Sure. Um, I'm, I did start doing yoga a little bit when I, when I came in from an evening to work on my breathing and, and stretch. So I kind of tried to start this. So I, I have some of these small habits at the other end of the day. Um, I just don't have them in the morning. So I think the phone thing, leave it. So basically what I have to do is when I go to bed tonight, I have to put my phone in a different room. And when the alarm goes off, that's going to force me to get up, go over. And by then I probably won't want to press snooze. Is that? Yeah. I mean, I find that if I can just get myself up, I'm up. I'm not yes. going to go back to bed at that point. Okay. And so, the other key would be don't go like sit on the couch to do your morning routine. Because okay. that also makes you want to go back to That makes you feel sleepy, especially if you're getting up earlier than you normally would. So sit at like the dining room table, or if you have an office, like sit in there. Um, it'll just help you feel a little more awake. Okay. Yeah. Do you do this in the same place every time or? I, yeah, I sit at the, we have a dining room table. So I sit, I typically sit at the table in there. And do you live with your, your boyfriend? Yes. Does he know like, Hey, this is do not disturb time or does he ever become part of this morning routine? Um, he is typically getting ready for work and sort of does his own thing in the morning um, as I'm doing mine. So okay. yes, okay. He's I have a killer- doing that and kind of knows what's, you know, knows that I'm reading and doing my thing. And I have a killer question for you. Whose morning routine is better, yours or his? Oh, <laughs> an unfair question (laughs) okay okay you don't you don't have to answer that one i don't want to throw him under the bus (laughs) (laughs) so let let's let's just talk a bit more about you know is there anything else firstly that you want to add in that you would do that you think other people would benefit from or is there anything you're not doing yet that you will potentially add in in the future um I'm pretty happy with what I'm doing right now. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I didn't say. The other thing I, I mean, I always, if I was working like normal, which I am not right now, um, I would work out immediately after finishing my morning routine. So I think that's another important piece for a lot of people is if you can do it in that way, then you're sort of like, queuing up your mind or, or getting yourself ready to work out so that you're going to be more conditioned to just go and do it because it's so easy to be like, Oh, I'll just do it later. And then later comes and we're like, mm, maybe tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> so so yeah. you can kind of condition yourself to have that as the next step in your morning routine. I think that's a great thing. And I think it makes it more likely that you will get it done. And would you say now you're conditioned to this? You are literally like, you couldn't not do this, correct? Yes. That is awesome. So I'm, I'm in, I'm all in. And this was always my secret motive by getting you on the podcast. <laughs> I need your help. 
and, w- and we'll talk off air about how we can do this, right? If I become a paid yeah. client or if I, however we're going to do this. And, and I need to pay because you've got to have skin in the game, right? But I, mm-hmm. I know I that. Know this, that. That's yeah. something not enough people think about. Oh, it's, the, the, I've given free lessons, free education. So, and it just, I don't, my online course, the completion rate of the one that I gave away for free is basically zero. Uh-huh. And the one that people pay full price for, it's basically a hundred percent. So what's yeah. the point in, in having the free one, you know? So absolutely, I couldn't agree more. And, and, and I, I actually dedicate a percent of my um, income. So 10% of my annual income has to be spent on education and personal development. Um, if I don't awesome. do it by the end of the year, I have to uh, give that money to give that money away. Um, That's really so, cool. Yeah, so so I'm in. I'm I'm doing a fitness challenge this month that I set up, but I'm in. I'm gonna do this, and you're gonna hopefully support me through it. But what you're six seven months further down the line, what speed bumps can I expect? What roadblocks am I am I gonna hit? You know, that's what potentially I don't want excuses. So I almost want to visualize in my mind, hey, this could potentially happen. And this is how I'm going to overcome it. Because I think all too often when we, when we picture the future, I can be like, oh, I'm going to do my morning routine with Natalie. And it's going to be in seven months. It's going to be great. And I'm going to be doing just what she's doing. That's not the world we live in. There's going to be adversity on the way. There's going to be challenges. So from your perspective, what, what speed bumps did you hit? What roadblocks did you hit? And how did you get around them? Yeah, that's another great question. Um, you know, when you travel, what happens? Or what if, what if you go on vacation? Do you still do it? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. The answer is yes. <laughs> um, you know, and it doesn't, you know, it might look different some mornings, but I think you have to decide what's really important to you. And so to me, the two really important things are, well, really, actually, I shouldn't say it too. All three of them are very important to me. The, my gratitude journal, doing Bible study, even if it's quick and, um, uh, I'm just having a mind blank here, um, and reading personal development. So all three of those things are super important to me. And so let's say you go on vacation for a week. Um, maybe your morning routine looks a little different. So you still do your journal every morning, your gratitude journal and your goals. But maybe like for me, maybe I just read my devotional thing that I look at online and I don't write, write about it necessarily that morning. Okay. And maybe, um, maybe I read Ten, you know, I would still read 10, page, 10 pages minimum of some sort of personal development book. Um, and, you know, you can kind of condense that down to if my normal routine takes an hour, maybe that's only half an hour. Um, so that's certainly one. Um, trying to think of what else could potentially well, throw you off track. Any, any times when maybe you've just felt Oh, I can't get out of bed this morning or you've just felt maybe a little, maybe yeah, a little of course. sick or, and, and you, you, you sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, have you done this like 
you've done this every day, right? For the six months or was there one day when you were like, nope, nope, it's just not happening today. (laughs) I think that the, the common misconception that a lot of people have when they see, you know, what I do or what other people do similar to this is that, oh, she must just wake up every morning and really want to do that. (laughs) Oh, like she just, she's so special. Like she just must have something about her just must be special. She got that special extra chip in her that makes her extra motivated, but that's just so false. And of course I'm tired in the morning sometimes. Like, of course I don't want to get out of bed some mornings. And yes, I do sleep in sometimes. Like, um, you know, sometimes on a Saturday or a Sunday, if I'm not working, I'll sleep in until 7.30 or 8, which I know for some people is not that late. But, um, you know, there is nothing special about me. And that's something that I want people to understand. Like, there is nothing that is... I've been gifted that, that you're not able to do as well. Um, it's just a choice. Like you have to decide what is important to you. And is it more important that you wake up and that you set your intentions for the day so that you can go through your day feeling better, feeling happier, healthier, um, being a better, you know, whatever it is, being a better partner, being a better mom, dad, being a better, you know, coworker. Is it important to you that that is how you go through your life or is it important to you that you sleep for another hour? I mean, cuz ultimately, the more times you push snooze, the lazier you're going to feel. But you have to make a decision about what's important to you. And for me, it's like a no-brainer at this point. But I love it. I you know, I love the way that you phrase that. That was that if I'm going to, when I clip something for social media, it's going to be that section because, <laughs> and again, like we've been talking a while now, it's easy for me to sort of drift off, but I really heard those words and it, it really helped me. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. And it, it reminded me actually, um, I don't know if you watch any stuff by David Goggins, the elite, mm-hmm. the elite runner, um, he he was in the um, military. Uh, now he's an elite uh, long distance, like 200 miles through the desert marathon runner. And one of his things is that always resonates with me. It only counts if you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So whenever I go to the gym and I didn't really want to go, I count that as a session. Like yesterday I went to the gym and I I really wanted to go. I loved the the design of the workout. I thought it was a workout that I could do well in. Um, I was really, I couldn't wait to go. And in his mind, that doesn't count. It only counts when you don't want to go. So when I start this, when I start this mission, I'll definitely have the words of uh, David Goggins ringing in my mind. Yeah, I like that. Who are your like, maybe, maybe you could name two or three motivational um, videos or quotes that, that stick with you. You've already mentioned Gary V. And then I ask everyone for on the show when, when we're getting close to wrapping up for three books that uh, they would recommend for the listeners to, to read. And I'm sure you have more than three, but if you, can, <laughs> if you can give us your top three, that'd be awesome. Yeah. 
Um, so in terms of people that I like follow and love, um, Rachel Hollis and her husband Dave are like the best. I love every single thing that they put out. They have a relation a podcast about relationships. She does a podcast called Rise Business that she interviews all sorts of small business owners. Um, they do conferences and there's just like so many awesome things that they do. And um, so I can't recommend their stuff enough, even if you just follow them on social media, they're super fun um, and own a small business. So both of their books are great. She's got a lot of books, but her two most recent ones are great. His newest book is great. Um, other than them, I have, I have a weird obsession with Navy SEALs. <laughs> and so okay. yeah. um, I have read a lot of stuff pertaining to their, them, their mindset and how that all works. Um, so Jocko Willink. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, and most people probably know who he is at this point. He's become super popular. But his first book, um, I forget the guy he wrote it with his name, but the, his first book, Extreme Ownership, is fantastic. Um, and I just think he's fantastic. He does the same, he does a similar, but way more intense morning routine thing. <laughs> he gets up at 4.30 every morning, 4.30, by the way, that's the middle of the night. And, <laughs> um, like he does something similar though. He takes a picture and he has created this huge following. He takes a picture of his watch when he's in the gym every morning at 4.30. Oh, I've seen that. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Joe yeah. Rogan talked about this. And I, I read that. Basically, if Joe Rogan says something, I kind of read it or do it. So I, I saw that post about his watch. And I actually read that book as well. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, so he, yeah, that whole thing. He's crazy, obviously, but awesome. <laughs> and uh, so love that stuff. And then another book that I read this year that, or I guess maybe it was even last year that I really liked is called The Slight Edge. And I can't remember the author's name off the top of my head, but um, really awesome book just about how the small, it's, it's not about sort of like what I was saying about writing down the things you're grateful for. It's not, it's not the big things that you do, but it's the little tiny things you do every day. So it's the waking up and writing things down. It's the reading 10 pages. So if you read 10 pages a day, that seems like not a lot, but at the end of the year, maybe you've read 20 books mm. and you only read two last year, right? So it's the little things that you do daily and they kind of walk through some different scenarios and stuff that, that I think are help, would be helpful to somebody who is starting down this journey of maybe starting a morning routine or starting to work out. Awesome. Well, I took some notes there. I am, I am starting this journey. Um, I'm normally pretty good when I put my mind to something that, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So um, I'm, I'm committed to this. We'll speak after the podcast about how we're going to make this work. Um, and hopefully next time we speak, I have a, a, a better morning routine than looking at the stock market on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, Natalie, where can people find you? I'm sure after people hear this podcast that they're going to want to at least uh, follow you on 
on social media. So where, where's the best place for, for people to, to find you? Um, Instagram is my main, my main hangout spot. Um, I ha- it's at Natty Golf, N-A-T-T-I-E Golf. Um, and it's the same across all platforms. I try and post mostly all the same things on Twitter and Facebook, but um, Instagram is definitely the best spot to follow me if you have that. And, and look, I, I can't recommend this enough. You know, when I started this podcast, I didn't know um, where it was going to go, what guests I was going to get on, how it was going to look. Uh, all I was was committed to doing 500 episodes. That was the only thing I committed wow. to. Um, and it, it just struck me one day, like, why haven't I asked you? Because I'm seeing this every day thinking, man, I need to do this. I need to, I need to, I need to do this. I need to do this. And, you know, I don't want to preach something that I don't do myself. Yeah. Um, so I, I've done a couple of shows on fitness because over the last two and a half years, I've really got into CrossFit and I, I've got fitter. I have done called um, people on and, and I'll recommend books because I do read. Um, but I can't preach this morning routine um, like you can because honestly, just following you on social media and seeing what you do. Um, it's not only very inspirational and, and spreading positive change, but it's so uh, natural and, and it's just organic. So I hope that people follow you. Um, and one of the interesting things that, and you said something, you said you wanted to go beyond golf. Um, I nearly called this podcast beyond golf because that's, that's also my goal as well. Um, that's, that's really awesome. Yeah. So I think that you're doing that. Um, I cannot wait to see what, uh, the future holds for you outside of golf. I think everything that, that you do is awesome. And, uh, you know, I know you recommended Rachel Hollis, who I'm familiar with, but I can't wait to see, uh, you having books out there and, and podcasts and conferences like, like, uh, her and her partner have. Cause I, I think that's what's there for you. And I hope the people that listen to this show, um, they, they see that through your, their in, through your Instagram uh, and they start to action uh, some of the stuff that you've suggested. It, it, it's so powerful. Uh, and I can't wait to be a, a better version of myself from, from having you on the show. So I really appreciate your, your time, Natalie. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. You've just taken a step forward to making a positive change in your life. That's right. You're one step closer to leaving frustration, stress, and anxiety behind. This was the Beyond the Mind podcast. Let's apply some positive change into your world. Into your world.